welcome back to the Third Team Destiny Podcast with Magnum. I'm your host, James Magnum Cook, and co-host Daniel Long is standing by out there in San Diego, California. Okay, folks, so we got a very interesting show today. We're going to be talking about alien abductions. But first, let's talk about the news. Okay, and it's related. The paranormal news actually is related to today's show. So, lightning reveals UFO incredible footage from Guatemala, Mexico. Can you imagine that? It's a lightning revealed here this past, uh, I see what day it was. Uh, it's in, it in the past couple of weeks. But anyway, so that's one of the big news stories that lightning uh, storm actually revealed some UFOs inside of the lightning. Now, that's an amazing thing considering what we're going to be talking about alien abductions today. Uh, some of the other news... Uh, if you'll give me just a minute. And I apologize if I had to uh, step away here just a little bit, if uh, it went down a little bit. Um, I'm trying to find the other story I had. Okay. Okay, so here's another one. It's uh, on the weirdnews.com this week. Uh, Execution Rock. You can spend a night in one of America's most haunted lighthouses. That's right. One of America's most haunted lighthouses. And I hope, I'm hope i hoping you're hearing me okay because everything seems to be good on the meter. Um, and one of that, where that is at, um, if you're anything like me, you're always looking for an auntie into your weird vacations. But after a while, the same haunts just don't deliver. If you've haunted, if you've haunted haunted hotels, well, bump it up a little bit. And anyway, I'm going to let you go to weirdnews.com and check this out. Uh, so I'm going to let you guys out there check this out. But anyway, you can go to the most stay at the most haunted lighthouse in America. So go to weirdnews.com and check that out. I will include links this week. I miss, made that mistake last week and didn't include the links. I've got some other links I'll be including uh, this time on the show. Something we haven't done in a while. Okay, so uh, I'm just doing a brief thing on the news this week because I want to kind of dig into this. Uh, so the first story that I've got about alien abductions, and Danielle's going to be telling a couple stories. We're going to discuss this uh, a little bit more in depth this week on the show, kind of changing the show up a little bit, trying to trying to make it more interesting. Hope you like it. So anyway, uh, Bar Barney and Betty Hill, uh, they were an interracial couple who claimed to have had experience of alien abduction back in 1961. Uh, they were driving back to their home in Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, after a vacation when they noticed a strange object in the sky. They reported that the object appeared to follow their car, and they eventually stopped and observed it up close. According to their account, they saw humanoid figures inside the craft using binoculars, feeling frightened. They quickly got back into their car and drove away. Now, however... Now, this is the however part. They soon realized that they had experienced a period of missing time, as their journey had taken them longer than expected. Additionally, they noticed physical and psychological symptoms following the encounter. Over time, the Hills began experiencing recurring nightmares and anxiety related to their encounter. Seeking answers, they decided to undergo hypnosis in 1964 to recover memories of what happened during their missing time. Under hypnosis, they separately recounted being taken aboard a craft and subjected to medical examination by non-human entities. 
Their description of the beings included details such as the large eyes, gray skin, and a lack of distinguishing features like noses or ears. The Hills story garnered significant media attention and became one of the most famous cases of alleged alien abduction. While their account has been scrutinized and analyzed by skeptics and believers alike, it remains a significant part of the UFO lore. The Hill abduction case has influenced popular culture and has contributed to the ongoing debate surrounding the existence of extraterrestrial life and the phenomena of alien abduction. So that's a short little story for me about the Hill. So what do you think about that, Danielle? We'll let Danielle take it away. Hi, everyone. Um, I, what I was wondering is what evidence uh, did they have did it leave any, any trace evidence behind? Uh, from everything that I have looked at, I don't think that they had trace evidence because they waited. Uh, I mean, they did do the initial report, but I don't see anything in the stories that I've been given so far. that it had, wasn't any marks on the car, right. anything on them. Yeah. I think that I think the biggest, obviously the biggest evidence, which is just happening with a lot of UFO stuff, is the missing time. And of course, that was found under the hypnosis that you know. Uh, Didn't she light off some kind of star system? Do what now? Didn't she kind of write out some star system? They went into hypnosis. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's when things started coming back to them. Yes, that's correct. Yes, so it was all under hypnosis when everything started coming back. Um, Obviously, they they believed uh, from all the accounts they believed that they had taken their binoculars, looked into the, and uh, seen these beings, and then um, had went home. Basically, had you know they, they thought they had run away from uh, them from all indications uh, until they started having these uh, recurring dreams, nightmares, various things, and also realizing that it took much longer. Like I said, the story that I have, it took much longer to get home. So they knew something wasn't right, but um, you know at that time period, uh, that's just that's the early years of uh, alien and UFO stuff, and uh, where it really started uh, blossoming them into the you know the whole following of. Do you the find them credible? Do what? You find them credible? I find them credible. I believe so. I don't think they would have any reason to. Um, make that up um and also under the hypnosis now i'm not an expert in hypnosis but i do know and i know you can be manipulated too i know that i have heard that you can go either way but i don't think since they were done separately that it was a anything like that because uh that was my understanding from that is they were separated kind of like you know where police separate people to make sure you get the right story you know when you're doing your investigation so that kind of that kind of gives me credibility that there's something that actually happened uh, because they both recounted pretty much spot on the same story and not being in the same room or under the same hypnosis uh, so that to me gives a lot of credibility to the story what do you think on that I mean um, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. Right. Uh, this happened in 19 what now? 61. And remember, this is an interracial couple at the time. So telling, so I mean, our times are a little different at the time. I mean, in '61, you still had a lot of you know people that didn't agree, you know on a larger scale with interracial couples. So I don't think that they would be so willing to, um, you know, take that risk um, 
back then unless something they knew something really was wrong um you know because they would be scrutinized right over that uh, back in those days um it was slowly starting to change back then uh, but it wasn't quite where it is today obviously um and uh, so you know i don't have to go into all the whole that i think we all know that if you're old enough if you're not then you'll have to research that <laughs> but i think most people know um so I, I find that credible for a couple of different reasons. You know, I don't think that they would they would take that risk to go and do all this if they didn't really believe that something had happened. And obviously, under the hypnosis, they believe that. That's the, that's the thing. You know, they believe something happened. Yeah, they absolutely. Did it happen? Yeah, they absolutely believed it happened. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate, just trying to you know, like um, I have a hard time. I the things that have come out with the government, you know, shown the videos and things and the, the recent hearings and stuff, I'm, I've always, since I was a kid, was fascinated with UFOs, just completely fascinated, read books and, um, but I don't know if I completely, like, totally believed in them. And... It was kind of a, a shocker to me when I was show when we were shown the the, the video of the Tic Tac video mm -hmm. by the government, and I'm just like, oh wait a minute! Everything I was thinking maybe is true, and I was like, wow! All right. Um, I even I'm even a fan of the show Ancient Aliens. Have you ever watched that? That one I have never watched. Actually, I'll be honest, I've not watched it. I'll have to watch it. It sounds good. I I watched. Well, now, uh, now, not everybody knows your back if your your background, but I think I might. If you're okay with this, I will say something. Um, I think because of the medical examinations and stuff, and I know you, that you had been a nurse. Uh, do you find that kind of like? Why is it like the medical examinations of the humans and stuff when we're talking about the alien abduction so much? Why are, why, I mean, are, I mean, because from all indications, they're never really hurt. So it doesn't, or I mean, from everything I've understood from this. So it's not like they're trying to hurt the humans. So why are they, uh, why are they doing this? If this is the alien abduction, why are you doing the medical examinations? That's, that's the weird thing. I don't know. Um, some say harvesting the eggs, making hybrids. Uh, right. Kind of stuff. All right. I've heard that possibility of hybrid humans and stuff. So. Yes. Yeah, you know, there's a... There's aliens walking among us that are hybrids. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, okay, well, I'll tell you what I think about it. Well, there are a lot of people walking among us that sometimes it's hard to explain how they're able to do certain things compared to other people. Are they really that smart, or is it something more sinister that we don't know about, like the hybrid humans? Or, you know, can you really tell? And, you know, that's the thing. Now, does the government know something? Let's go back to the government on this, on that one. Do they know something? Obviously, they've released some stuff, but they've not... I don't think we've barely had a full, total disclosure as of yet. Uh, and I think there's some reasons for that. 
possibly maybe they're they're really concerned about what the overall reaction will be considering reactions to other things that we've seen in uh history here recently uh what would that what would what that would you, yeah. yeah what would that reaction be well yeah i don't know um have you ever heard of dr stephen greer yes i have yes he he goes into how there's um that the government like the president and the, the your regular government doesn't really know it's kept in the dark about everything and that there's this secret black off secret 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 top like a government within a government oh, oh well that are reverse engineering they're flying around. They've already flown around, and they have uh, craft that are flying around. You know, um, it's anything's possible. Right, anything is possible. And this is what kind of makes me think it's possible. Here's a story I have. Um, it's another well-known story, and this story is called the Cash Landrum Incident, which occurred in Texas in 1980. This case is unique as it involved not just the alleged abductees, Betty Cash and Vicki Landrum, but also significant number of witnesses who also saw the UFO. On the evening of December 29, 1980, Betty Cash, Vicki Landrum, and Vicki's seven-year-old grandson, Colby, were driving near Huffman, Texas. As they rounded up in, they encountered a massive diamond-shaped UFO hovering above the road. The object emitted a tremendous amount of heat and was accompanied by a deafening roar. Frightened by what they were witnessing, the three of them exited the car to get a better look at the strange craft. Betty Cash and Vicki Lantern claimed to have experienced intense heat and suffered burns from the encounter, while young Colby Landrum was also visibly affected. After the encounter, they returned to their car and continued driving, but they reported seeing Numerous military helicopters hovering on the UFO. Estimates of the number of helicopters ranged from 23 to over, I don't know, 200 maybe? I don't know. Depending on the source, the helicopters surrounded the object and then escorted it away. All three individuals experienced health issues from the in the following days from the incident, including nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and hair loss, which they attributed to the close encounter with the UFO. The cash landrum incident gained national attention and raised questions about military involvement in UFO cases. The witnesses filed a lawsuit against the U.S. government, claiming they suffered physical harm due to the military pursuit of UFO. However, the lawsuit was dismissed. The, the case remains one of the most significant controversial UFO encounters as it involved multiple witnesses and physical evidence. 
While skeptics have suggested various explanations for the incident, it continues to be a subject of fascination and debate within the UFO community. That that is very interesting because they all got sick. Yeah. Now I'm thinking I'm thinking that it's very possible that that might have been a reverse engineered crack. That's very possible. And it's interesting those symptoms. Yes, because, because most of those UFOs that you see that we've heard about don't have radiation leaking out of them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And that sounds like radiation sickness. Right? Yeah, that sounds like radiation sickness. That's exactly well, what that's... They suffered, they suffered bad. Um, I'm pretty sure it was some kind of where they lost their hair, they nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, you know? Right. It kind of real sounds like they got a really bad sickness from it. Right. So it could be radiation. It could be, I don't know, nuclear stuff. Right. It could be whatever they, you know, used to fly the thing around. But how interesting, though, you have... The other part of the government where you have this UFO come down and then the government helicopters escorting it. Yeah, that's very interesting. So what happened, right? Yeah, what happened to the what happened to the uh, what, where did the helicopters take the craft? What was the craft? What what was going on there? And it's very interesting that they all got sick, and yet I mean obviously it's very hard to sue the government. We all know that. Uh, but the but being dismissed, it sounds like it was dismissed very quickly. And that's uh, that's fascinating too, um, you know. I don't know. Maybe they're just yeah. trying trying to make out like so. Everybody's a, so all these people who all suffered something from this, they were all kooks. Is that what you're trying to say, right? Well, well it's kind of kind of weird. You got uh, physical evidence here of them being sick. Now, obviously, uh, that sound sounded like very much like radiation poisoning uh, or like chemo does to you, uh, stuff like that. So. There had to be a, <clears throat> there had to be some kind of radiation in that area. Uh, so what exactly did happen there? That's that's and like you said, uh, it's very controversial there. But uh, what 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 happened? I mean, it would be very interesting. Mm -hmm. what, what, I, I I think I, and, okay. So I think we'll go back to this just real quick, and then I'll let you finish. Um, I think that's maybe another reason that the government is very careful about what they release and what they because they're scared maybe they are a, I like the government's really scared of us uh but anyway who knows i don't know where they are um but maybe they're scared of the overall reaction if they release something and it's like okay well you knew all this and you let these people get sick or you let and then yeah then it just becomes a big chaotic situation yeah i could now that's where i could see where the government is we would be very concerned like okay well we were kind of covering this up but uh yeah but now we're trying to tell you the truth but uh we didn't know what the reaction was and that may be the very reason they're not telling as much as we would really like to know 
I think most of us, oh, however, don't feel like we're just going to up and like, okay, we're going to, you know, try to go after the government because, oh, you didn't tell us all this stuff. That's just, I, I, I know there's going to be a certain amount of the population that will go crazy over it, obviously. But I don't think most of the people who follow the UFO stuff and would just like to know, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to have this massive panic like some people have even portrayed in some movies and stuff. I just, I just don't see that. I think that's a very minute population uh, here in America and other places around the world that would even go to that extreme. Um, and when I say minute, I, I, I'm saying probably less than a percent or two would go to that extreme. Um, that's just my opinion, though, of course. <laughs> what do you think? Okay. Um, I just think this one seems a little more credible. Yeah, because of the physical evidence. There's so much physical. There's more than but more than one eyewitness. It wasn't like it was them on a lonely road and, you know, All right. other people that witnessed the UFO. Mm -hmm. There's been so many witnesses, so many sightings, so many. I It's hard for me to believe that they're not real. Like, there's not right. something to all this. Well, I believe that I believe just like we were talking about uh, Bigfoot on our last episode. I believe there's always something. It's uh, the same thing with the with the big yes. Yeah. The same I, thing with last week's Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, there's Whether, you know, there's really no evidence of Bigfoot. Where are they buried? If they're dead, where's their homes and stuff? Do they are they blinking in and out of this uh, reality? Are they partially in this one? Yeah. Um, and it's so, so he partially out, and same with the UFOs. Exactly. Are they partially in here? They can blink in and out. Wait. I don't know. It's just. Um, I've, I've got some it's other. It's very fascinating, interesting subject. It is very interesting. The UFOs. It's just, it's always fascinated me. Yeah. I've been kind of fascinated with most of my life, too, you know, and of course, I'm, I think you and I both like science fiction as well. Um, one of the weirdest things I think I ever saw about someone uh, talking about UFOs, and you're talking about in and out, in and out, um, was that um, if, they were, if they weren't just uh, aliens from another planet, was it possible and uh, feasible that this was advanced uh, into the future, something that we know nothing about and travel back? So that, that's something, too, that I had seen. Uh, however, I think it's more feasible uh, that they are, if, if, the if the reality would be more feasible to be alien from some other planet. And um, I don't, and of course, you know, I don't get into super... Uh, religious things or uh, politics uh, try to avoid these two things as much as possible on the show um, but however um, regardless of what you believe there is a creation of something and uh, to believe that there couldn't be another it would be kind of closed minded to believe that there's nothing else out there nowhere I mean these universes are massive we've got enough evidence of that we're talking massive billions of light years and stuff and we've been able to finally see things we've been able to pick things up uh there's got to be something more that now this is just now this is obviously the stuff that's been released to us obviously stuff you know when like your nasa or your telescopes and things that they have released to us the question being for me would be what are you not releasing because that is the universe is massive and there is a lot of planets out there. Whether or not they're telling us whether or not there's really actually life on one or not, that's another story. However, they are massive. Now, the now, okay. So I'm just gonna. This is my opinion. So 
as more and more countries, and there are more countries than just us, that have uh, dived into space, um, if there's something really out there and everything, how are you going to cover this up to an entire world and uh, when you have multiple countries that will have uh, craft in space? Uh, at some point, uh, that's going to be very difficult to cover up uh, if that reality is what we're talking about, if it's actually UFOs and someone from another planet. So, so I don't think that this is, if this is 100%, uh, and remember, we're for entertainment purposes only, but we do have in-depth discussions of now, that's what we're working on, about various subjects. So if this is reality of something out there, how do you, I mean, look how hard it is. I mean, I mean, there's been cover-ups all over the world for stuff. How you, but, but things always get exposed some way or another sooner or later. Some people will dismiss them, some people... But if there's beings out there, and you got, let's just take, let's just, let's just do a hypothetical. Let's just go with the three countries that I know that have space technology that, you know, for the most part. Let's just go with those three countries uh, that we know of, United States, Russia, and China now. Uh, are you going to be able to hide just from those countries alone uh, that, kind of, that kind of information? I really don't think that can be completely covered up um, with the technology as we keep going forward forward. Um, you know, um, and I, and and one person involved with uh, you know the space stuff. Um, obviously, I don't I don't believe that he would cover that up. I believe he would release it in a heartbeat. So I kind of wonder, unless it's contract, unless it's contracts. I think we all know who I'm talking about. Uh, unless his contracts with NASA and stuff has some kind of weird thing in there that he couldn't you know like non-disclosure stuff. But uh, we don't know what his contracts have on. Obviously, so uh, what do you think of that? Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very possible. Uh, well, I have another story. Do you want to hear another story? I absolutely want to hear another story. I'm sure the, I'm sure the fans and followers and stuff and the one... And thank, oh, by the way, just a real quick thank you to the ones that have recently joined us. And we are trying to improve the show more. And I do appreciate the, uh, the older fans as well. But thank you for the new people that are following us. And now let's let Danielle tell her other story. All right, Daniel, go ahead. One of my favorite ones and, uh, is the Travis Walton uh, story. Mm-hmm. It's the Travis Walton abduction. It occurred in 1975 in the Apache Sick Greaves National Forest in Arizona, USA. Travis Walton, a 22-year-old forestry worker, and his crew were working in the forest when they encountered an unidentified flying object. While driving home after work, they saw a bright light in the sky and approached it for a closer look. Walton exited the vehicle and approached the object. He got closer to the UFO, a beam of light shot out from the craft, striking Travis, and knocking him to the ground. In a state of panic, his co-workers fled the scene, leaving Travis behind. When they returned a short time later, they found no sign of Travis or the UFO. The crew reported his disappearance to the local authorities, leading to an extensive search operation. The initial assumption was Travis had been murdered or had met with some accident. 
Five days later, Travis Walton reappeared, confused and disoriented, near a gas station in Herber, Arizona. He had no memory of, of the intervening days and was wearing the same clothes as when he disappeared. He recounted a story of being abducted by the occupants of the UFO, which he described as small, hairless beings with large black eyes. Under hypnosis, Travis detailed his experiences aboard the craft where he underwent medical examinations and communication with the beings. His story, along with corroborating statements from his co-workers who had written his his initial abduction led to the extensive media coverage and further investigation. Travis Walton's case is often cited as one of the most compelling abduction stories due to multiple eyewitnesses and the significant media attention it received. It was also the basis for the 1993 movie, Fire in the Sky. Skeptics have offered alternative explanations case remains a topic of interest in debate within the realm of UFO induction phenomena. Now that, I, I saw, I, I think I went to the theater and saw that back in the day. Saw the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Far in the Sky too. Far in the Sky is a very good movie, actually. Uh, Fire in the Sky? Yeah, Far in the Sky is very good. I was good. like, wow, I was fascinated with it. And I think I I it's really hard not to believe these guys. They they had lie detectors. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Done, exactly. And they passed and I just find it's just like one of my favorite cases. Cause all of them are saying the same thing. And all of them Yeah. And he he was gone. He disappeared. So, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, well, they struck him with a beam of light. Maybe he was struck with a light and he was hurt. And so they took him back in the class, I heard this, to help him get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's possible. And they said, also this, they said, um, the fire in the sky, the movie wasn't quite like the story, right? I mean, it was similar, but right? Exactly like it. Yeah, it was a good and movie. I but Travis yeah. Walton documentary. If you guys can try and find those, um, he's very open to this day. He talks. He's talked about it. Yes, it's still all these years later. He still talks about it. Yeah, he's never, he's never ever wavered from his story at all. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, it's it's spot on with Travis. Um, and but the movie obviously just like any any production uh, on movies, whether it comes from books, whether it comes from real life. Uh, of course, I have a background in this, um, and uh, obviously movies are never a hundred percent accurate with real life stuff. Um, I think and I, th I find it I find it funny sometimes that um, people just. You know, if if they only see the movie first, you know, and don't know the whole background, uh, they just and don't check into it. They just assume, well, that's the way everything was, and that's the way it went down. But if you look closely, most films will tell you like things are based on 
a real life situation or these are or even like when they fictionalize something they'll even tell you based on certain events uh you have to pay attention to that and unfortunately a lot of people unlike you and me who actually look at that stuff uh a lot of people don't always look at that and they and they get this uh which you know i mean obviously he got paid for the movie obviously i'm sure on that i'm pretty sure about that uh but um you know they always they always make changes and stuff to try to sell the movie i mean that's just the way it is it's, it doesn't matter it, it, it doesn't matter uh and it's unfortunate when you're talking about something like this because we already have so many issues with trying to get the truth out of what the truth is. Um, but then again, I mean, the movie's what the movie was a good movie. It was entertaining, but it, it absolutely was not 100% accurate to the story that Travis tells. So you have to go and watch these, like you said, the documentaries and and stuff that was done beyond the movie. Now, if you just want to watch an entertaining movie, yeah, it's, it's just kind of it's kind of scary in a way, but it's also kind of entertaining. So, yeah, I get that. That's the thing, the scariness. Um, I have okay, so I'm going to go back to Doctor Greer because uh, he's he's he said that all the aliens they're they seem to be. Uh, nice aliens, and if they wanted to hurt us, they would have hurt us. And then you have another group say, you know, no, I don't think they're all good. Um, Travis Fulton, I mean, I I don't know if there's some agreement that our government made that they could abduct people. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that, ooh, I, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. Right, right. Uh, I, I'm just not. I don't know if it's our own people abducting them. Well, okay. Because so, I've heard that they, they have seen some humans on board. Mm hmm. Um, and the procedures that they have done are kind of can be painful. Mm hmm. Um, I think it's dangerous. Uh, when they disappear out of nowhere mm -hmm. and they're tailing our aircraft in the sky, I think that's dangerous. Right. Um, I, you know, they're over our nuclear sites. I don't, I don't, I just think, I don't, okay, just like, maybe I'm putting my own, what I see in the world onto the aliens. Right. But I wouldn't think, personally, I wouldn't think just because they haven't totally come down and, and, and obliterated, you know, just like got rid of us or done really mean stuff to us, that there's not good and bad ones. So that's the only little area with Dr. Greer I kind of, I just kind of don't quite agree that they, all of them are benevolent. Right. So it's just uh, kind of hard. I just like, Human beings, not all of us, are benevolent, right? Exactly. So, yeah, so how could you not possibly have, I mean, how could you not possibly have evil uh, ones? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I see. But like you said, it hasn't been a massive destruction. So, uh, are there, oh, this, now that might be a more interesting question. Are there multiple races of aliens? Huh. Huh, that's interesting when you th when you think about it like that. 
Yeah, I'm much, I'm much more open-minded than most people probably. <laughs> uh, I am personally more open-minded to there are UFOs, but I'm not as open-minded to a, tons and tons of abductions. I just, you know, they're taken through, like, they're lying in bed and they're taken through the wall you know, type thing, yeah. and out of their house. It, it's really, that's hard. But see, I did again. It hasn't happened to me, so I'm going to say I don't know. Like, right. Well, but I'm open-minded enough. Well, these, these, these ones like Betty and Barney Hill, the ones that we have talked about today, seem to be, you know, well, maybe that didn't really happen. Well, that's sort of how I feel about it. Well, what do you feel about it? Well, okay. Well, here I haven't either. I haven't been either. Obviously, obviously, I'd be like probably in shock if uh, something like that happened. However, um, now I think maybe one of the reasons. Now you know that I kind of stay in a pretty remote location a lot of times. Uh, that a lot of times it's very dark, uh, you know, and uh, if I don't turn certain things on. But um, that's just where I happen to stay sometimes. And, um, I mean, it's in the country, but I'm near uh, a major metropolitan city. Uh, so is that the reason? Because you would think, you'd think since, you know, sometimes I'm here alone, you know, but I don't live that far from somebody. I mean, I got people that take care of things here and they do come and go. But um, the weird thing is, I mean, sometimes I am here alone for a while. It and these stories that you hear are, unless they're a couple or something, a lot of times you hear about, you know, out in the wilderness kind of thing. And, you know, they were abducted or, or they did have a house, you know, it wasn't near people. So, I don't know. I just I just think um, it's possible. But what is the reality of this? And uh, I, I, I got fascinated. I got so fascinated when you said... I started, is the government involved in possibly allowing this? That's uh, that's even that's even more. I, I don't want to say it's sinister. Uh, I, I find it more fascinating that that's the case because you know our government, uh, personally ours, sometimes has a hard time keeping its mouth shut when it needs to, right? <laughs> and other times it don't. But it's it's kind of funny. I was like, because there's always someone that's like gonna like. There's always someone. No matter what you do, they leak something. And how this has not gotten, like, more coverage, you know, is a beyond me, you know. I guess because there's so much other stuff going on. But it's just, and again, I try not to talk politics, but it's just funny. It's just funny to me when you say that. It's just like, is that is that is that possible? Then again, though, there's so much other stuff that goes on. Yeah, I guess that's possible. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got fat. I just got, I got a kick out of that. Uh, um, yeah. I mean. And again, I'm not I'm not someone here who sits here and like complains about everything under the sun, so it's not like that. But I do find it I, do, I would find it extremely interesting. For I guess that I guess more interesting than uh, fascinating. Just like well, well that was a new spin. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. I, but I think there's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of things that you and me and other people just don't know. Uh, and we don't have that. I mean, I mean, there's so much stuff out here, 
And you, I can't, I just can't buy into, okay, for one reason, I can't buy into that people are just making up stories, because you can make up stories all day long, and they're really good stories, you can have, like, you can have make them in books, you can have them make them in movies, uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, but to just to make up a story and have you put yourself put on the spotlight that you were abducted by aliens, I really find that hard to believe. You know what's the uh, what's your end game in that? If you were just making that up, I don't. I just don't. I find it hard to believe that. Now you find it hard to believe that there's uh, that many. I just find it hard to believe that somebody wants to make that up. Now some may. Some. I mean, maybe some people are just trying to get attention. Uh, just like all other things, there are certain people who do hoaxes. Also, we we'll go back to our Bigfoot story from last week. There. Are, I mean, there are people who do hoaxes. We know that. Uh, and there are people who've done hoaxes with uh, you, have, but those have always been able to be um, exposed fairly quickly. My question is, why are all these ones that have so much evidence that are, have not been exposed as hoaxes? You've not exposed them as hoaxes. You're not saying they're hoaxes. So, uh, but the ones that really are hoaxes, you're you're very quick on the gun with that one. You're very quick to get that. You know, done that. Oh, that's a hoax, and we can prove this. It's a hoax. We can prove that this. Um, but there's a lot that haven't been. So there's a lot of questions when you talk about the UFO stuff. Uh, and someone said, "Oh, well, all of it's a hoax." Well, if it's all a hoax, well, some of them are doing an extremely good job. Uh, if that were the case, and then why were the like? Let's go back to your story about the helicopters and the people who were exposed to obviously stuff that comes across as radiation sickness or stuff that you have when you have chemo. Let's go back to that because if that's the case, then you're why would the I mean why would the government I mean I mean that's helicopters from the, why would they do that? They there's no there's no point in that for them. I mean I, there's no there's no real good end game with that for them. Um, it would be much better. Uh, again, my personal opinion, it would be much better to eventually say this is what was going on and this is now what, and there are some beings and we are now going to let you know. Again, however, real quick before I let you finish on your end, um, there is that small part of the population that could just escalate into some craziness. But you know, we deal with that every day. We deal with that every day, uh, so I don't know how that's any worse than anything else, um, you know. And 99% of the time, most things can be controlled to a level at some point. Yeah, you can get a little chaotic, get a little hand for a while, but most all that gets pretty quickly, you know, stopped. I don't see where 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 that's going to be a massive problem. Then again, I'm not sitting in some you know, government agency or something, and then back to the other part. You know, is there more than one level? And we don't know. We don't know everything. Um, and there's 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 reasons we don't know everything. But I think that at some point, yeah, if you keep having this many uh, exposures to things, you're gonna have to tell something, and a little bit more than what's been disclosed in recent history. But uh, that's again, these are some of my personal opinions. So, what do you think? I think, yeah. I find it interesting how some of these abductees, um, it starts when they're children and they're just abducted over and over and over in their lifetime and that just, for me, would not be a fun thing. Yeah, that's, a, that's that is, those... You know, that's going on and mm -hmm. I just like, that's just, that's harder for me to, to understand. It really is. Right. Why they would come for this one person. 
and 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 sometimes they say it runs in families mm-hmm. or something, you know. But that rejected over and over. Right. Yeah. That's. that's I, I, I. I'm not saying this doesn't happen. I'm with the UFO subject. I'm anything's possible. Yeah. I'm not saying right. it's not possible. It's just harder for me to believe that someone's affected over and over and over and over right. and over. Um, but it's possible. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but I find it very interesting. Yeah. Have you ever watched the Stargate series, the SG One one? No. Okay. Well, I haven't watched the other movies, so we're gonna have to like get the guilt. Uh, an interesting thing about Stargate SG One. Every episode was approved by the United States Air Force. They had people to approve the episodes. A lot of people don't know, and uh, the general of the Air Force at one time actually appeared on the show. But they had a lot of stuff in that show about the aliens, uh, like being Asgard, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, you know, I won't go into a lot of details. But that show, it's I find it fascinating that that show brought in like the gray aliens and saying that this was like as they were the Asgard that's what they called them and stuff and really uh you know like and they had the like, Viking connection kind of thing to uh like when the more the more primitive humans back further back uh but uh what it's just fascinating to me that the air force the air force itself was approving the scripts and looking at the scripts before they let them go to production that is amazing to me because, you know, that is a fictional show, but you have an actual government agency, the United States Air Force, you know, military, approving the episodes. And that is fact. That is absolutely fact. And uh, there was a lot of stuff about the great aliens in there. And, of course, they skewed it this certain way and everything. And about, and there was even the one about, like, what we were talking about uh Maybe the evil one, you know, and there was one episode where that, or one or two maybe episodes where that was brought into play. So, do you do you find that? Well, I'm bringing this up since you said you never watch the show, but do you find that amazing that our Air Force was approving scripts for a fictional show before they went to production? How is why 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 do you think the Air Force had to approve the scripts if? Uh, I mean, were they worried about something that maybe was going to be exposed just by that? Or did they want it to be skewed a certain way? got to wonder about that. Anyway, that's just, that's just, that's just thought-provoking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Danielle, are you still there with me? I know you're there somewhere. Danielle? Are you with me? Danielle, did we lose you? We can go. I, I can go on and on with a bunch of stories. Do you have another story? Uh, Do you have another story? Hold on, let's see how uh, let's see how long the show's been today. I mean, there's so there's so many there's so many stories out there. Uh, all you have to do is like go look it up or go to YouTube. Yeah, I just um, the one the more well known cases I like to kind of brought up because there seems to be you know more than one eyewitness and maybe some evidence that type of thing right. about the um, abduction. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finished giving stories. Well, the good news is it looks like we... If, you know, if anybody has a good story, that would be nice. Well, could, uh, oh, that'd be great. You just, could tell us. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a way to send that to me on the, 
on the 13th Destiny podcast uh, on the Spotify. And I'm going to be looking at getting a regular uh, email just for the show here soon. Uh, probably get a Gmail for that for the show, uh, just strictly for the show, so we can just start taking uh, email from uh, you know the listeners and fans and stuff and everything uh, from directly, uh, maybe about weekly basis. So I'll get that. I'll try to get that done here soon. Uh, but it looks like we've got almost an hour-long show today. That's pretty cool. Uh, we've, we've got almost an hour-long show today. I've got a couple of things I'll do uh, here at the end. And uh, thank everybody real quick before we uh, let Danielle sign off and uh, play the music uh, to play out for the finish of the show. But, uh, yeah, um, I, me and Danielle would love to hear anything you have to say or talk about the show. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And, uh, Danielle, you want to say goodbye before I do the music? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, follow us, subscribe. So I'm sure we'll get better and better the more we, we learn how to do this. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye, everybody. And thank you, Danielle, for being here today. Thank you.